Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. who was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show third hour of the program we're going to get to a lot of your calls want to reset the headline here I would say the number one story by far is that Brittany Griner WNBA player on her way home the merchant of death Victor Boot has been traded for her uh, and uh, that is ongoing Donald Trump just put out a statement on Truth Social I would encourage you by the way you know I hate to brag or draw attention to the show But I think our discussion of Victor Boot, Brittany Griner, and all of its permutations in hour one, probably the best media discussion and most intelligent you're going to hear on this issue. Uh, Trump, and I'm reading directly from his Truth Social, said a lot of what we said with this statement, what kind of a deal is it to swap Brittany Griner, a basketball player who openly hates our country, for the man known as, quote, the merchant of death? who is one of the biggest arms dealers anywhere in the world and responsible for tens of thousands of deaths and horrific injuries. Why wasn't former Marine Paul Whelan included in this totally one-sided transaction? He would have been let out for the asking. What a stupid and unpatriotic embarrassment for the United States. Now, in hour two, we brought on right at the top Ann Coulter, and she went to war with Trump and the idea that he should be the nominee in 24. In so doing, I think she publicly said a lot of what private conversations are going on. Now, she didn't endorse anybody else. And in fact, we may need to have her on at some point to be a advocate for whatever side she wants. But she is coming after Trump. And I want to read, Buck, I've got a bunch of emails here that I think are funny. And then we're going to go to your calls. Uh, Jim says... And this is just a representative sample of the emails that are rolling into the show, reacting. By the way, clayandbuck.com, become a VIP to send us these emails directly, please. That is right. These are all our VIPs writing in. Uh, Anne is absolutely correct. Um, as I read, this is, sorry, this is Jim who's saying she's absolutely correct. No matter what happens, Trump can't win. 
He cannot win the Midwest with his demeanor, no matter what a great president he was with the ideas he had. All personality. He'll never win again. Everyone in the middle here in Wisconsin, Jim is from Wisconsin, cannot be pursued even if the end of the world was the possibility, just saying. Brian says, I enjoy the show. Love what you both stand for. I just listened to Ann Coulter. She has her opinion, beliefs, and I have mine. I turned it off. Ann Coulter is belittling and she was inconsiderate and obnoxious to the point that I felt I needed to email you. That is, by the way, Brian. Cole says... Did you, you get Chris here? Because Chris is on the... Go ahead. Completely agreeing with Ann. Yeah, we'll read Chris. Chris, is re- Chris wrote this into us just now. I'm completely agreeing with Ann Coulter's take. Trump did well for us when he was in office, but he was a lightning rod. Clay talks about what the party can do given the midterm disappointments. It's halftime, and we need to change the QB sports... Hashtag sports. There you go. DeSantis is similar in backbone and vigor, but at least to date has not and hopefully will not spoon feed the left with material against him as Trump continues to do. Given the negativity that Trump affiliation meant to some of the election candidates, you guys need to let Trump go or we will lose. By the way, DeSantis will bury Trump in a debate. Look, I I think this is really important, Clay, because I think to a lot of people, uh, when I say people, our extended family on the right, conservatives, Republicans, etc. Um, they don't want to upset the their fellow conservative Trump supporters by saying this stuff to them because or, or even by calling in necessarily, the emails that I'm seeing are far more supportive of some aspects at least of what Ann said. Calls seem to be skewing to this show right now much more toward Trump. Interesting. Rebecca, by the way, in spite of having been a Trump supporter, I'm in complete agreement with the author you just had on. I just tuned in, so I missed her full name, but I think her first name is Anne, which is actually really funny. Trump may have been a great president, but the Democrats and his inability to rein in his mouth have ruined him, and he's now pulling the Republican Party down with him. Again, this is we're reading emails from VIPs. Herschel Walker was running in Georgia because Trump handpicked him. He was absolutely not the best choice for Republicans as a candidate. Candidates that Trump was behind lost because they were supported by Trump. My opinion is DeSantis is a better candidate. I also think you need to stop pushing Trump. I would just argue we're not pushing anybody, but we need a different candidate for president if Republicans have any hope to win. Now, a couple of funny ones, Buck. And I think Ann would even have to admit that a couple of these are funny. Uh, this is from, I believe, uh, Marie. Trump is a uh, is the best Republican. That's why he won in 2016 and 2020. Yes, he won. When Ann Coulter cuts that long, stringy hair and wins an election, I'll listen to her advice about proper Republican candidates for president or dog catcher. She's all mouth and no cooth. And then Ian says... Ian says, I love your show. Listen to it every day. The way that arrogant trash bag came on your show and trashed Republicans was disgraceful. She's obviously not a true Republican. She is the definition of a rhino. If I ever hear her on the show again, I'll turn it off and never listen to the show again. Uh, She is evil. Now, let me just say this. And and Rush went back like 20 years. Used to hang out together all the time. He used to love her books. So, so just Anne has been in this movement and been a voice in it since honestly, since I was in in like high school or college. So it's not like we're pulling somebody who hasn't uh, out of thin air who hasn't done a tremendous amount in in terms of books and and for the movement in general. I do want to get to calls, Clay. Do you, you want to get to yeah. some of these? Calls? Well, let me just say this in response. 
I have done radio my whole life. Whenever somebody says, I will never listen to the show again, they always listen to the show again, and they always listen more than they ever have before. So, look, I would just say this. Cancel culture is a Democrat thing. If you don't want us to have a people on with opinions that may sometimes be different than yours, then, frankly, you're listening to the wrong show because this is going to be a real battle. I would say that Buck and I are the equivalent of boxing referees now. This is a big forum. There's going to be a lot of punches thrown. We're going to try to keep the fight as fair as we possibly can as the Republican primary plays out. But I don't see it as our responsibility to say to all of you, right. you have to vote this way or you have to believe how, this. How, how would this work? We know that at least, and this is just, this is, we can point to the data, to various straw polls. At least a third of this audience is it's Trump or nobody. At least a third of this audience is it's DeSantis or nobody. And then there's another, you know, third, give or take, obviously, um, that maybe are kind of in between or think about even Pompeo or, or Yunkin or whomever, right? Yep. So we have to serve the entire audience right. with this massive platform and have the conversation so that we can get to the best place as a party for the country with that in mind let me see if we still have these calls up hit the deck everybody andy in kentucky has got some thoughts for us what do you got andy yes yes sir i'm here i i think mike pompeo's the best chance and the the root of my argument is i want to win yep and we just can't keep going down the road of shooting ourselves in the foot we have to win so if we're going to win, we, we can't have people that are on their face going to aggravate 35% of the population when they turn on the news. And, and I know that we got to deal with the news is not friendly to us. I live here in the swamp of uh, Kentucky where we got to deal with Mitch McConnell. But if it's Mitch McConnell versus some left-wing loon, I guess i got to go with Mitch. Can I just say, you know, if, if Kentucky's the swamp, we're really, we're really up a creek here. So I think, uh, I, but I know what you mean. You know, that's that's what co- cocaine Mitch, as he used to be called, in a, as a joke, obviously representing uh, representing the state of Kentucky. Hunter in Texas, he's fired up. What's up, Hunter? Yep. Hello. Well, forever ditto to my hero, Rush Limbaugh, first time caller, long time listener, and uh, you know. The conventional wisdom and the drive-bys are all saying Trump's done, Trump's done, Trump's over. 2022 poor performance demonstrates that Trump is politically finished. And Ann Coulter and many of our friends out there are saying Trump is done. We can't ever be with Trump again. And I just want to say my opinion, what I want to say to everyone is let's just breathe in, breathe out. I know 2022 was a big disappointment, but Trump is not finished. Trump is not over. He has not turned his back on anybody. He is still the leader of our movement, and it is a big movement. It is the biggest movement in the country. And that's just, that's what I wanted to say. Thanks for the call. Our producer, Ali, just said we appreciate SBF for giving us a call and letting us know, <laughs> letting us know from the Bahamas that he's a closet Trump supporter, uh, which, uh, which is pretty funny. Uh, let's go Matt, to Matt in Matt Michigan. Michigan. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, just quick comments. I'm a lifetime Rush listener. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Um, but I got to say, you know, 
Trump. I'm I Trump all the way. 2016, I was looking for a guy that would come in that was an outsider. He did just that. Never believed he would won. When the media thought he'd never win, that's why he got in. If he wasn't, if that hadn't, if they'd have thought he had a chance of getting in, they'd be doing all these things they've done over the last few years. And I got to say that, you know, I heard analysis the other day. I think Trump is still 220 out of like 18 as far as what he won in the candidates he supported. I would support DeSantis. I love DeSantis. But you guys know you should listen to the piece that they did on Newsmax with Greg Kelly. You know, it should, DeSantis is a Trump guy. I mean, he, everything he's got, he's got to where he is because of Trump. I, I, so I, look, I appreciate it. I just I don't think you know what I mean. It's at some point the uh, at some point this the sensei gives way to the or rather the Jedi gives way to the Padawan. Like you know, he's just because somebody at one point in his career gave him a, a hand up doesn't mean that he's forever beholden to that person. In my opinion, no, I think that's hundred percent right. We got a bunch more. Let's get a couple more calls in here. Maxine in North Carolina, what do you think? Hey, uh, yeah, I could get canceled because of my voice. They might recognize it, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm Democrat, but as soon as Trump came on the stage, I knew and I know, and we all remember how well he has done. Even with his hands tied behind his back, he can do that job. He can outstand any Republican, any Democrat. I do not believe there is a single person out there that can stand up. For I, I totally we get that argument, Maxine. Support. Sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. You're a big Trump supporter. You're in North Carolina. When you talk with your friends, is there a Trump DeSantis discussion? What is that conversation like? Um, we... They're wishy-washy. Yeah. Uh, they like DeSantis. Um, I say DeSantis needs to stay in that Republican state and cultivate it and breed more Republicans out of it. Um, I believe that all of the Republicans that are strong should stay right there where they are, put their support behind Trump. And you know what? No matter all of the obstructions that the Democrats have given them and the establishment right, he still was getting that job done. And just today on the news, I was watching about the Abraham Accords, and they're building that up. That was the biggest thing that he did, and he will continue to do the work, and he does not even need any Republicans. All right, so I think we can assume Maxine is going to vote for Trump. Maxine's all in on Maxine, the Trump train. You want to take in. Dan we'll and take Myrtle one Beach. more before we go to break real quick. Dan in Myrtle Beach. Dan, we've only got about a minute. What do you got for us? Well, what I think is that it doesn't matter who runs in 24. They're going to be called uh, racist, misogynist, uh, xenophobe, everything. But You're 100% thing, right about that. You're 100% right. Yeah, so... So even if DeSantis runs, they're still going to throw all that stuff at him, but then also be able to say he's worse than Trump. So the only candidate that they won't be able to say is worse than Trump is going to be Trump himself. He'll get the same crap that, they, that all the other ones will get, and DeSantis will get the same crap that Trump gets, but at least Trump won't be worse than Trump. <laughs> Thanks for the call. <laughs> There is okay. no doubt what he's right about down in Myrtle Beach is whoever the Republican nominee is, and by the way, it could be a black guy, it could be a half-Indian woman, right? They're going to say that they're racist, sexist, homophobic, misogynistic. It doesn't matter. The same insults are going to rain down on whoever the Republican nominee ends up being. 
if you doubt me, Larry Elder was the black face of white supremacy, according to the L.A. Times. So it doesn't even matter at this point what your background is. We know what the Democrat attack plan is going to be. Uh, We'll continue to take a few more of your calls. We're also going to be joined uh, here coming up in a little bit by, I think, an intriguing conversation with a longtime radio personality uh, and an investor and everything else who I think you guys are going to enjoy. Also used to own the Seattle Mariners back in the day uh, and helped to, uh, to to convey the talk radio experience that many of you are having right now. Uh, that is coming up in a little bit. But in the meantime, I want to tell you about Legacy Box. On Thanksgiving, I was uh, at my mom and dad's house for Thanksgiving dinner. Got my boys running around trying to keep them from breaking things all over the house. I know you know that feeling, especially if you have boys, especially if it's a holiday and you're trying to keep them from just raising a ruckus. My mom brought out an old VCR tape. She said, this was the last Thanksgiving that we spent with your grandfather. I want to make sure that this tape from all the way back in 1993, this VCR tape, that we have it for years and years to come said, I want to make sure that we get this to Legacy Box. And I bet if your family's anything like mine, that was the kind of conversation you might have had or you will have around the holidays. Old family memories. My dad sometimes still puts up the old slide projector and lets us see all the old slides that he took from when my sister and I were kids. All that is being preserved on a digital file thanks to Legacy Box. It's time to do it. You know, with floods, with unfortunately with family members getting ill, Uh, with some family members passing on who might be the family historian. You need to preserve those memories forever. And right now, you can do it very affordably with Legacy Box. Christmas is just around the corner. Still time to get an incredible offer. Listen to me. This is a gift that will pay off for you for years and years to come. LegacyBox.com slash Clay for a monster discount. Listen to me. Do what I did. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay today. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 
How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Clay and Buck here with all of you, airing it out, everybody. The throwdown that looms, who will be the leader of the GOP? It's been quite a discussion. We've got about a minute. Joe in Omaha, you're going to be our last call on this one. What do you got for us? Good afternoon. Well, I, I'm just a little amazed at how uh, the, the detractors against Trump, you know, claim that his own party didn't support him or wouldn't support him. And... If I remember correctly, they're part of the swamp that he wanted to get rid of. Would you support somebody that wanted to get rid of you? Look, I I think the question is going to be asked for some time to come. Who is the best op- option to win in 2024? And that debate, I think, if I had to pick one story that I'm confident we're going to spend a massive amount of time on in 23, it's that exact question, Buck. Who is the best candidate that gives Republicans the best chance yeah. to win in 24? We, we all remember that feeling from a few weeks ago in the midterms. We don't want that feeling. We want the we won feeling. That's yes. what this is all about. All right, my friends. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is so important, does such amazing work day in and day out. But, you know, people are still suffering and losing their lives to 9-11 related illnesses 21 years after the events of 9-11. At the same time, a whole generation of kids growing up knows little to nothing about 9-11. Only two states mandate this chapter of our nation's history is actually taught. That's why the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is essential. It gives educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for grades K-12, through which includes, uh, includes scripted social studies lessons and activities. Plus, the Institute provides the nonfiction Discovering Heroes series of books to accompany the curriculum. And there's a Speakers Bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. To never forget, we must educate future generations about 9-11. Donate $11 a month right now to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you listening to us as we power through the Thursday edition of the program. And we are joined now uh, by media giant. I'd like to be referred to that one day. Uh, Radio industry veteran, uh, Jeff Smolian. Uh, He has done an amazing job as the CEO of MS Communications. He's got a brand new book, Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. Uh, and I, I love this, uh, Jeff, and thank you for coming on with us. You say there's a fine line between a genius and an idiot. Uh, some people would say we walk that line, sometimes straying in both directions on this radio program every day. What have you found in business about that fine line? 
Well, I, I've said, you know, that there is a fine line, and I've been on it many sides, many times, both sides. Uh, and I, in the book, I have a chapter, uh, Idiot to Genius, which is the start of WFAN, which is the first all-sports radio station. And all of our guys said it was the single stupidest idea of all time. Uh, Jim Lampley called it the Vietnam War of Emmis, uh, and it was a, kind of a disaster. Uh, and it, since it was my baby, I got needled about it. They called it Smullyan's Folly. And then one day it turned around. We put Don Imus on the air. We had Russo and Francesa. And the next day it was a national success, and I went from idiot to genius. Um, and then after that we bought the Seattle Mariners, and I was kind of the boy wonder out there. And I was signing autographs and, and doing all sorts of interviews, and everybody loved the marketing and the new look of the team, and I was a genius. And then when it didn't work, uh, I became an idiot. I always said there's nothing worse than being an idiot in front of 40,000 people every night. So that's What's life. the move? Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Jeff. No, I just say that, that. That's what I've learned about life. That's why it's a roller coaster. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You just get to, you know, grit your teeth and smile through all of it. If someone's coming up to you and they say, you know, I think I want to either start a business or take a big risk, you know, an expansion. So some form of of entrepreneurial shift or elevation. If someone's like, I want to do this, yeah. how do you advise them? Because I know we got a lot of people listening who maybe already have a business or thinking about starting a business, and they might sit back and say, oh, I don't know, should I really do this? What do you say when people come up to you as somebody who have, have tried things and had big successes but also taken big risks? Well, I, and that's why I wrote the book. I think, listen, I think if you believe in something and you love it um, and you're willing to you know, put it all on the line and have that kind of passion, I think you can be successful. You aren't always successful. But I think, you know, if you if you want to do something, you care passionately enough about it, I think you got to do it. You started Sports Talker Radio, and people right. out there listening know that I came from the Sports Talker Radio universe. You also owned the Seattle Mariners at one point. Right. I'm curious, uh, Buck and I were just talking, this DeSantis versus Trump battle reminds me of Alabama versus Auburn. It reminds me of Ohio State versus Michigan conversations that can take place depending on those marketplaces every single day Yankees Red Sox is another good one where that rivalry is so passionate it fuels the conversation all the time right what did you find about sports talk radio and, and a lot of people dream about it but what was it like owning a pro sports franchise well one of my favorite lines was somebody once said every man in America wants to own a major league baseball team except the 28 guys who do <laughs> um but I loved it. We made a lot of friends. I was proud of the work we did in Seattle. I always said we weren't we weren't rich enough to own the Mariners. I joked and said you really had to be a billionaire to own the Mariners or the Kansas City Royals. But if you had a good paper route, you could own the Yankees or the Dodgers. Um, you know, it was just the economics were wildly different in those days. But I loved it. Um, I'm really proud of some of the things, stuff and the stuff we invented in the ballpark, situational music, movie clips, and contests and games. Uh, you see everywhere now, but it was absolutely revolutionary then. We're speaking to Jeff Smallian. He's the founder and CEO of MS Communications. His book is Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down. Good advice, by the way. The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. Jeff, what are, you, what are the trends that you see right now in media? I mean, we're talking to you right now on radio stations across America, but we also have a website, clanbuck.com. We've got podcasts going. We've got streaming video um, you know, Clay built a, a sports, uh, digital sports business at OutKick. 
We both do hits on TV at Fox. And, you know, what do you see as the trajectory right now? I mean, streaming is a big part of the conversation. Subscription service is a big part of the conversation. Where do you see it all going? Well, it's all fragmented so much. And I think, you know, the, the, the biggest challenge of streaming uh, is can you find enough subscribers? Uh, can you find an economic model? It's easier with talk than it is with music because you have giant music royalties, which is why Spotify went into podcasting. Um, you know, so they didn't have to pay the royalties. It is, it, it's a fragmented world. If you, if you follow the streaming services and video, uh, there's a big question as to whether the regional sports networks can survive because so many people have cut the cords. Uh, we have, you know, 340 million people and everybody's got, you know, fragmented places they go. Um, and it, it's hard to know how it'll shake out, only that it's totally different. And you have to sort of be a, a flexible enough to adapt. I think you guys have done a brilliant job, you know, putting your content in a lot of different places. It may work in some places. It may not be profitable in others. But I think we're in an era where you just have to experiment with a lot of different things. We get the question a lot, uh, Jeff, and I appreciate you coming on, and the book sounds really fascinating. If you were talking to a young person today, and, and Buck said, you know, you're interested in entrepreneurship, or but if you were interested in moving into media... What would you tell them is the most important thing they should be learning in order to train themselves going forward? Well, again, I think there's two things. I think, number one, um, the most important thing is your word. When you work with somebody, if, if, you, if they know your word is good and they trust you, that, that helps you an awful lot in any enterprise. I don't care whether it's you know, starting a job or being married or having kids or, or having friends. Uh, I also think, again, you have to have the passion. Uh, I, I tell people starting out when you get a new job, volunteer for more stuff. The more people can count on you and the more you, know, you, know, you are willing to go out and do things, the more you move up you know, the food chain. No doubt. The book is fabulous. We need to have you on uh, maybe somewhere down the line. Again, we appreciate all the support you've shown for this show, and we would encourage everybody out uh, there to go make sure that they check it out. Uh, the book, again, Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down, The Ups, Downs, and Reinvention of an Entrepreneur. On the way out, I'll let you say this. You obviously have an incredible, uh, uplifting sort of mindset about you. How much of your success do you think is internal based on the energy that you put out into the world for everybody out there in terms of their own lives? Well, I think it's internal because I think you have to have a spark. Although I've said, somebody said, what's it take to be an entrepreneur? I said, look, we're all the entrepreneurs of our own lives. You know, that we really are. I think part of it's internal. Part of it is I've been fortunate to work with people my whole career who I just love and who make me look smarter than I am every day. And that helps a lot. No doubt. Jeff Smallian is the author. We encourage you to go check out his book. Thank you for the time today, sir. Thanks. Thanks, guys. It's great. Thank you. No doubt. Uh, we're here every day to let you know uh, to try to make sure that you don't have to ever visit the post office again, especially. You know what I was doing yesterday, Buck? I had to go to the post office to get my kids' passports. You have to be there. And I thought to myself as I saw the long lines of people spiraling out the door to get their packages shipped, oh man, I'm glad that I've got stamps.com. This time of year, there are massive lines, as you all well know, at post offices all over the country. And for businesses, that can be really frustrating because you've got to get your product out to your consumers. 
You know, there's more than a million businesses relying on Stamps.com. We use it at OutKick. It's fabulous. They will print out postage and provide up-to-date pricing on packages you want to ship via USPS or UPS. Stamps.com will help you make sure that you make the best decision. It's amazing. I was blown away when I started my business how much it costs to ship product, whether it's books, uh, whether it's shirts. Lost a lot of money in pants back in the day. Uh, this was wild to me how much shipping costs, and Stamps.com can help to alleviate those costs for you. Go to Stamps.com right now. Give it a look. Use our names, Clay and Buck. You get a special offer, four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No contracts, no long-term commitments. Stamps.com. Use our names, Clay and Buck, and when you're online, make sure you click that microphone at the top of the page, enter Clay and Buck to save yourself some money. That's Stamps. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts how could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life my name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to be closing up shop today on Clay and Buck. Um, I'm going to be out tomorrow, by the way. I'm taking a range day uh, and be out with my uh, with my brother and doing some some time out there. Going to shoot some ARs, have some fun. Clay will be uh, helming the ship. He will have the con solo. So it'll be a great Friday show here on Clay and Buck. 
Um, we obviously have had a we've had quite a day today on the program. It's been quite a day. Not a lot of news today, um, but yet we really dove into. Look, let's. We're just being honest. We just dove into the discussion that every Republican in the country is having. Some of them are whispering it to each other. Others are having it, you know, out loud and proud. But, you know, there's this is what everyone's talking about. You know, who is the guy or gal? Who is the leader of the GOP going forward? We got just so you know, so many emails, uh, literally hundreds of emails <laughs> on this topic. And also the phone lines, Clay, have been lit the whole time. Um, I, I, can we, the emails, we can go through a bunch of them. And these are from our VIPs. You want to get email access to the VIP box, go to clayandbuck.com. Please subscribe, become a VIP right there. Suzanne writes in, she says, those who are not supporting Trump are giving in to the Democrats and all that they are doing to try to bring down Trump. It's their goal to taint people's opinion on Trump. Trump will never lose my support. Uh, Now, just next email I see here, Michael Clay, for example, DeSantis at the moment looks to be the best choice. Love and Coulter, she's my political wife. So, I mean, we're running the gamut here. Yeah, I, I just continuing to look through the list here. Um, Linda, Ann is correct. I left the Trump train when he decided to insult DeSantis and Youngkin. He claims he's a counterpuncher. Well, neither of those two attacked him. He started it. If he's going to trash other Republicans who are doing a great job to clear a path for himself, we get enough of that, enough of that crap from the Democrats. Cheryl says... I listened to Ann today. I've known for some time she's not a fan of Trump. However, she comes across with such hatred in her voice, I'm inclined to t- tune her out. I do listen to critical thoughts about Trump and other conservatives, but I hear so much hatred from the left and anywhere on television, it becomes too depressing for me. Uh, and so, I mean, I look, this I these, mean, these emails, Buck, I got to give credit to our audience out here, and the callers have been good, too. But you and I, during commercial breaks, the VIP emails have been rolling in. I'm not kidding. We've gotten hundreds of reactions to Anne. Overwhelmingly, regardless of the perspective that people are taking, at least the ones that are sharing with us. Thoughtful and eloquent. Reasoned. Like, whether you agree or disagree with the perspective, it is, uh, I'm impressed by our VIP emailers and And what they are bringing to the table um so here's a good we are racked Scott. and stacked but yeah by let's the way, take a couple more lines i just want to say guys one. you know you guys you know the drill right dittos mega dittos please make it real quick get right to it because we've had i mean we can't even count all the calls that have been coming in we want to get your voices heard here um we have robert in greendale wisconsin how, uh, how you doing robert go to it i'm doing great life is good life is good i'm a big trump guy uh listen uh when Donald Trump hits the steps of the White House, he's going to be running because he knows what to do. He's been in there. Uh, DeSantis will have to spend two or three years figuring out how dark the swamp is. I think he should uh, run for president, pick DeSantis for VP, and then give us 12 years. I think that's how we should go. I appreciate the call. I uh, appreciate you guys in Wisconsin sending uh, our buddy Ron Johnson back to the Senate. Corey in Pennsylvania, what you got with us? Well, listen, man, Ann Coulter's dead on. When you lose a major political race in this country, no one comes back and wins later. Once you've got the stench of loser and politics on you, you're done. It's hard to do. Now, Richard Nixon lost to Kennedy and then came back and won. I believe, am I correct, Teddy Roosevelt lost and then came back and won? Biden has lost, had lost, what, at least two, if not three times. I think it might have been three times previously. and 2008 for sure. Um, so at least twice he was he was out of the mix. 
But no, I, I look, this is really the point. And this gets to another really contentious point of, of debate. You have people who say, I hear this, Clay, all the time, from Trump supporters, okay? I voted for Trump twice. I know tons of Trump supporters all over the country personally, and of course, through this program, you guys are all our extended family here. I hear from them, and they say, Trump lost in 2020. I love him, but it's time to move on. What's fascinating, though, is that on the other side, you have people who say, no, that's not right. Trump actually won in 2020. It's not fair to say he lost. That's something that is going to get hashed out here in the in the weeks and months ahead, I think, because that's a central part of this, because we got to you know that that's going to be part of the conversation. Is he a guy who lost the last election? Because if he's a guy who lost the election, lost the last, pardon me, lost the last election, then there's going to be some ramifications. But there are a lot of people who say that's not fair and that and there was cheating. So we got to figure this out. No doubt. And I would also say age is going to factor in here. There's some people who are going to say, well, if the Democrats are running Joe Biden and he's going to be you know, 82 years old, do we want to run a 78-year-old? I think that's a part of some of the way that people are thinking. By the way, I want to hit one more email and then we're going to get back to your calls here to close out the show. Scott wrote uh, from the VIPs, I've listened to EIB for over 32 years. I love what Trump did and voted for him twice, but I hate the man. Trump is destructive and needs to go away. DeSantis is the much better candidate and is much better uh, and more electable. Uh, But that debate is going on out there in earnest. Russ, in Roanoke, Virginia, you got a question for us that might wed the two. What's what's your perspective here? Yeah, I brought it up as your other caller about DeSantis Trump running as a ticket. He said because they both are from Florida, that would mess up the electoral college votes but Trump would either need to relocate to New York or Texas or Tennessee. Yeah, let me let me explain that. Uh, it's it's a really big question that we get asked all the time, and I have to give credit to a listener of this program who actually had me go back and look up this. So the challenge is, if Trump and DeSantis are both from the same state, then let's say Trump is the president and DeSantis is the vice president, then technically you don't get the Florida electoral votes. That's a non-starter. So in order for that to be rectified, DeSantis is the governor, so he can't leave Florida. Trump would have to be a citizen of a different state to avoid constitutional mess over getting the 20-plus electoral votes from Florida to count in 2024. There hasn't been a lot of discussion about that in the media, but it is something that would keep us from potentially being able to wed both arms of the party. The other thing, Buck, I'll say as we go out, the one term for Trump, big discussion from a lot of people too. Even if you love Trump, best case scenario, you get him four years. So I'm going to be trying to hit steel at 200 yards with nothing but iron sights tomorrow, Clay. Do it yes. as one does. Sexton Brothers out at the range. Uh, need a day, a day to clear the head, but you're going to be here. You have the con, as they say in the Navy. You are going to be at the command center. So give folks a sense of what's going to be coming in in Clay's world. We're going to have fun tomorrow to get you ready for the weekend. Uh, I I believe we have a couple of guests lined up, uh, but uh, including Rush Limbaugh's uh, wife, uh, Catherine, who is going to join us. Should be fantastic. She's got a Christmas book out. uh, And we'll just have a lot of fun. We'll open up the phone lines. We'll roll you into the weekend. Buck will be back with me on Monday. Appreciate all of you. Tremendous feedback today. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.